It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley. It is awesome to be here with you today on the BetQL Network, where every game is Game 7. We bring you no hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, and we bring you sports. And it's not just Nick and Ken today. Tyler Morales with us again today. Day 20, as he as Joe yeah. DiMaggio, watch your back. Cal Ripken, <laughs> watch out. Tyler Morales, Undertaker. Almost old enough to drink. Yeah. We're just going to, uh, we got to keep Brock Lesnar away from Tyler. We got to keep the streak intact. We got to keep Paul Mm -hmm. Heyman and Brock Lesnar away from Tyler. So the streak can, uh, can keep rolling for our guy, Tyler Morales. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets and we bring you sports. And we are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends, the studs at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and heard on radio stations across this great country and world of ours, including Sirius Channel 217 and XM205. Shout out to those of you listening to us on satellite radio. We appreciate you. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people at BetMGM. Download the BetMGM app and visit BetMGM.com. And do so on this F3. We got three words, and they all start with the letter F. Phenomenal. Football Friday. Nailed it. November 3rd in the year of our Lord, 2023. Our show's on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, he's on X, at Lockie Lockerson. Always good to be on X on a Friday. On this phenomenal Football Friday, we will do you, dear listener and dear viewer, the courtesy of supplying you with the best sports betting information to win this weekend on football, basketball, and football with five phenomenal guests. Sam Paniotovich, Ness and Fox Sports and the Chicken Dinner Podcast, NFL and college football bets, and of course, the hashtag Chuckle Game. Now 6-2 and two on the year, courtesy of Sammy P. The Chuckle Game coming up to start. Hour number two, the return of the king. I actually think that's the second best of the Lord of the Rings movies. I was a Two Towers guy. I like, love the bad Helm's Deep battle at the end of the Two Towers. But Return of the King is a really good movie also. It's like nine hours long. The like, king returns to, to you... What is it? Look to the, on the second day, look to the West or whatever it is. What does he say? Gandalf? I, or he's like, look to I'm the, not sure. On the fifth day. But I think of... Well, uh, he said it was your favorite movie. So I was like, what, did, what does he say? The like, two towers? On the, on, the, on the eighth day, look to the East, like, and you'll see me or whatever. Like, on the, on the ninth the day of the NBA season, we looked West. And, and who was it? I, loved, I thought you were going to finish. Mark, our guy Mike Gallagher. Yeah. Mike Gallagher will join us. He's uh, He's got the one ring to rule them all. The great Mike Gallagher will join us on the show today. I thought you were going with like Metallica. Take a look to the sky just before you die. It's the last time you will. Yeah, you know but all those Metallica lyrics. Like, you know, like all of them. I know none of them. So, like, all that stuff's over my head. I got nothing. I can do the Two Towers stuff. I can't do the Metallica stuff. I loved Metallica back in the day. I can tell. Way back yeah, in you the quote, day. You quote them a lot on the show. And you're you know, it's like, it's like that line. And then you say it, and I go, I've never heard of this song or this line in my entire like i don't know this they're pretty good (laughs) they're pretty good uh mike gallagher stops by the king returns to you better you bet today mike gallagher from established the run uh try to explain how we're going to bet this nba in-season tournament great marketing by the league it starts tonight
<laughs> we'll talk about it over the course of the show today. Basically, these are like regular, regular season games that also like count for the in-season tournament. We'll, we'll do our best to try to explain it to you and how we're looking to bet it. But the in-season tournament starts tonight in the association. Mike Gallagher joins us to talk that and more. We'll get soccer bets for the weekend, including De Classiker with Bayern Munich and Borussia Dortmund coming up this weekend in the Bundesliga with our pal Anthony DeBundo from the Wonder Goal podcast. Brad Evans, our stadium teammate here live on the line, prop bets for week nine in the NFL, and the great Colin Wilson from Big Bets on Campus, his favorite college football bets for this weekend. Plus, Ken and I are going to hit you with P-squared, B-squared for Week 10 in the National Football League with the two teams we saw play on Thursday night football last night, the Tennessee Titans and the Pittsburgh Steelers. I pray that Will Levis keeps, like, imagine if, like, Ryan Tannehill's healthy and Mike Vrabel's like, yeah, we're going back to Tanny. I pray that doesn't happen. Hopefully it's Will Levis and the Titans visiting the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And we'll talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers. Five and three, despite being outgained in all eight games this season. Somehow, someway, five and three. Mike Tomlin, Kenny Pickett, and the Steelers voodoo. The Steelers will host next week. Jordan Love and the Green Bay Packers. Here's my prediction. They won't be outgained next week, and they'll be 6-3 and three after the game. We'll talk about that as we move along coming up here in hour number one. Less than two hours from now. Get your tickets out, everybody, and stand behind the yellow lines. The locomotive leaves the station in two hours. All of Ken Barkley's bets. Lock Miss Day 5, the entire college football card coming up this weekend. Week 10 in the great sport. And Power Hour, final hour, featuring all our bets for tonight in the National Hockey League. Only a couple games bets to steal, but we'll give you bets for both of them. How we're betting the NBA tonight. Night 1 of the in-season tournament, a.k.a. It's like random Friday night in the NBA, just like regular season games that now count towards the tournament. And of course, side and total for every game NFL Week 9 on Sunday with all the latest injury information as it hashtag crosses the wire here over the course of the next four hours here on the show. We're locked and loaded. Phenomenal Football Friday. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good. Uh, we got to do dealer's choice. We, I think we can start in like 17 different places, honestly. We could start with the game last night. Uh, we could start with Wembenyama. I got something in hockey. We could talk about if you're excited to bet the NBA in-season tournament. Like, we have a lot of angles here. Like, NFL will do a lot the rest of the hour. What do you What do you want to start with? What's like, what are you most, it sounds like you're most into Wembenyama based on what you were talking about before the show. Uh, you, you know, like, it's just, it's one of these situations, again, where the NFL game ends. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to try and go to bed right now. Like, I would like to go to bed now. Mm. And then, like, the, the, the Spurs are beating the Suns again. Like, By, like, a billion. I... Yeah. And then the Suns had that great comeback, like, and they, yeah. they they tie the game. And then this, like, what a, I was so impressed by the Spurs last night. Like, obviously, Wembenyama, but, like, by the Spurs to, like, take that punch from Phoenix with, like, Booker and Durant and, like, the, the crowd's going nuts. And to beat the Suns and, like, pull away at the end the way they did, it was really impressive. So I ended up staying up late again, past midnight, past my bedtime, watching watching sports. Yeah, yet another day here in October and November in the year of our Lord, 2023. And just... In awe of Wembenyama, and I asked you before the show, like tongue in cheek, obviously, because we're only a couple games in. But I, are we entering like Julio Rodriguez, like hit by bus territory yet for for Wembenyama, just like to win Rookie of the Year? Like obviously, if he gets hurt now, like, and I hope that doesn't happen. Obviously, he's not going to win. But like, if if he stays healthy, it's it's a wrap, man. Like, how is oh, he yeah. not winning this award if he stays? He's out, right? He's exceeded, I think, what anyone's expectations for him. I, I guess there are some people out there that maybe expected him to, like, be what he's been so right. far. I mean, l- last night he looks like a top five player in the league. He's, like, he's like 18 yeah. years old or whatever. It's ridiculous. He's uh, he's phenomenal. He was awesome. I watched the game, too. Uh, he's great. 
the price in the market for rookie of the year uh, went to like minus 350, minus 400 on the back of the game. And that's correct. And it's like, oh, well, but we should bet that, right? Because like, how can he lose? Uh, if he got hurt, Chad Holmgren would win. So that's what you're betting right now. Like you're betting like, will he? And to be fair, he'd be like, well, if it's just injury, minus 400 seems like still a good bet, right? Like what's the likelihood somebody sustains an injury? I don't know, man. He's like seven foot nine. I, I, I don't know, <laughs> higher right. than normal, right? I, I don't know. Like, what are you looking for here? So like I, his I just- probably uh, hurt a little bit, I would right? say on a daily basis would so, be my guess. Yeah, like if he, if he plays, you know, 65, 70 games, whatever, like, yeah, he wins for sure. And the market has a price that way now. And we were curious going into the year if that was going to be like, was he really going to be as advertised? That's why the price on him to win rookie of the year was, you know, like minus 150, minus 120, minus 130. And Chet Holmgren's gotten off to a really good start. So like that, like that was allowed to happen. And uh, and he played so well last night. And the way everyone's talking about him now, I totally agree with the market move. Uh, that market's dead the entire rest of the year. You just cross that one off. Happened with rookie of the year last year too. It happens a lot with that one because it's like the number one pick wins a lot and he's the favorite going into the season and you don't want to bet a short price. You just want to kind of not bet and see if he's vulnerable. And we waited and we to see if Victor Wembanyama was vulnerable and he's not. And so now it's like, okay, cool. On to the next market. You just cross that one off the entire season. Dead. No problem. And, uh, and it's because he's so good. It's awesome. I actually had a friend message me today saying – is there any chance he could win most valuable player? <laughs> and I just, and I, I don't bring that up because it's like, yes, he can. The, the answer is obviously no. The team will never be good enough for him to win most valuable player. He'll be awesome. He can make, he can make second team All NBA or something like, which is insane, by the way, which is like completely ridiculous that he could do that. He'll be in the All Star game, um, but like, let's let's be really honest. Like they're they're not going to go like fifty and thirty two. Like that's not really like in the cards for them this year. He's just going to be awesome, and then like next year. I mean, who knows? Like next year, he'll probably get bet to win most valuable player and he'll actually have like a too short price. Um, so he can't win. But that just speaks to, I think, how the conversation, like I, you know, I have NBA Today on right now and it's like everybody going around the table. Like, what was your favorite part of his performance last night? Who does he remind you of? Kevin Durant was asked about it after the game. It was like, he doesn't remind me of anybody. Like he's his own thing. That's like what makes it so cool. There's no comp. And it's like, yeah, like you're you're right. Like we've never seen anything like this. So yeah, the, the betting aspect is rookie of the year is dead the entire rest of the year. And uh, but the fun kind of on court aspect is this guy's appointment viewing every single game he plays the rest of the season, which is really cool. I, I think it was Eubanks with like two and a half minutes to go. Where went they're right. like he's like thirty five feet from the basket Kevin's and he's just like right. just, <laughs> who is Kevin Eubanks from like from like the uh, from he's, like David Letterman band? Jay Leno's Jay Leno's, Jay Leno's, Jay Leno's band leader. Yeah, <laughs> Kevin say. Eubanks in the Tonight Show band. And me, I think I'm at home. Be, yeah. Better, better reference you with Kevin Eubanks or me yesterday with Ken Brell Tompkins. What was better? Ken, no, Ken, I, I like if I had like if I was sipping coffee like I do at the start of the show, then I would have been a spit take on Ken Brell Tompkins <laughs> last night. That was incredibly funny. But just like every, am I the every time I hear Drew Eubanks, I just think of Kevin Eubanks. That's what I think because Eubanks <laughs> is like a pretty you know, non-traditional last name. So it's just right. like I, that's who I think of. And I grew up like I. A lot, some people, I, I, I did, I watched Leno like a lot when I was like a preteen teenager, you stay up, you start staying up late at night, like every single night as you start to get older, I had like a 12 inch television in my room that like saved up money from mowing lawns to buy. And I would like fall asleep to Leno coming on. And I would at that open of the show is like burned into my brain, Kevin Eubanks of the Tonight Show band. So there you go, Drew Eubanks, you know, Drew, Drew, you know, you know, you know, Kevin headlines. Son. You know, jaywalking. Uh, I, I'm, right. I'm, I'm, di I'm dying to get your NHL thought. Um, but I actually, I was thinking this last night as I was, I was thinking, how about this? 
I was thinking of you while I was lying in bed last night. Oh, yeah. that's Well, that's because we do the show 78 hours a week. <laughs> well, well, it's, it's actually true because I was I was thinking about it like as the Suns, uh, the, excuse me, the Spurs win the game last night. And I'm, okay, so Wembenyama is going to win Rookie of the Year if he stays healthy. And we're only a couple games in. And this this yeah. this thing's a wrap if he stays healthy. Yeah. Now, you bring up last year, like, ba- like Bancaro was always favored to win the award. And, it, Ken, you're like the best person about a week to ask this question. Yeah, like it took I was about gonna, a week and a half for him to go like been, minus five hundred. Has there been like an award? Has there been an award market like this where it is just like this quickly is just absolutely over? I would even argue that this is more over than Bancaro was, and maybe I'm wrong about oh, that. Oh, definitely. Maybe it's recency it's bias, more but over. Yeah, it took, Bancaro took like ten games to be completely unbettable. Because I I remember like I just uh, I went back through some of my stuff last year. And I, I had some parlays with Bank. A couple plays let you parlay awards. Not as many as you, as there used to be, because um, that went really well last year. And you could, I had some with Bancaro, like, November 8th, November 10th, you know, like, have him as the, like, and he was, like, minus 120 or minus 150 or something like that at that point. Took about two to three weeks. And then I think by Thanksgiving, he was minus 1,000. And then it never wavered the entire year. So, you know, Wembenyama, like, ahead of schedule, if that's what we're comparing him to. But obviously, like, a better prospect than Bancaro is. And it's nothing against Bancaro. He's, like, a future all-star, maybe. And he might be the best player on the Magic for a long and time. Great game last but night. This, guy, this guy's just different. This guy's just different. And Chet Holmgren might be a better second-place guy than anybody last year. That's the funny part. Like, he's really good. And uh, But he did not win in this year. Like, shouldn't have, shouldn't have gotten hurt. He could have won last year. But uh, I just it's, – it's, it's very over. There's not really – trying to think of something where i mean like rookie of the year is a really good one in a lot of sports because it's just like there's usually if there's a hyped prospect in any sport that he opens the favorite he opens a low price and then it's over really fast if he ends up coming close to realizing his potential in hockey it'll be i'll be curious if bedard ends up being that he's like minus 180 minus 190 but like there are other first-year players for the Calder that are playing really well. And Bedard hasn't been like, th- like this, like what Wembenyama did last night. Bedard's not out, like, getting hat-tricks every night already, which is kind of like the equivalent of what is doing. But yeah, Rookie is a really good one. The only other one that comes to mind, and it took longer, but the season's longer, is like Otani MVP last year, where it was just like, like, what's the point? Like, I'm not even looking at this every day anymore. Like, I don't care. It's stupid. There's no money to be made. So just like next. And that's, I think that's, and that's, it's, it sounds like a downer. It's just a testament to how awesome the player is. It means the sport's more watchable. It means the sport's more fun because this guy's in it. We'll, uh, we'll hold. I want to get your NHL betting thought off of last night. We'll do it at the top of the next segment. Then we'll get to P squared, B squared. Um, Just like watching the game last and this is not like a betting thought just like a, like as a sports fan the spurs have been kind of like downtrodden for and it sounds like a weird thing to say because of all the success with duncan right. and ginobili and parker and winning all those championships but this has been like a pretty miserable team over the last couple of years with like absolutely no juice popovich kind of looks like more deranged every single night and now here comes this dude and everything's been flipped and now all of a sudden their box office, like you said, their must watch. Like Popovich is is like reinvigorated. They're they're I don't I don't know if they're like really good or not, but they're really, really fun. And just like sports are great. And I really enjoyed watching the end of the game last night. I ended up staying up hashtag past my bedtime to do so. You gotta what a what a great time of year, man. It's the absolute best. Uh on the other side. We've got so much good stuff coming up for everyone over the course of the show today. I can't wait to hear Ken's betting thought on the National Hockey League off of last night. And then we'll talk about the Bucks and the Titans in Week 10 and the Steelers and the Packers. P-squared, B-squared for last two, uh, the two participants last night on Thursday Night Football.